0: Welcome to the Success Starts Within Podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Do you spend a lot of time comparing yourself to other players? In this video, we're gonna go over why comparing yourself to others holds you back and a strategy that you can use to stop comparing yourself to other athletes. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of successstartwithin.com. Now there are two reasons comparing yourself to others holds you back. It limits your confidence and it distracts you during competition. Let's start with how comparing yourself to others is going to limit your confidence as an athlete. When you compare, Is this normally coming from a place of high trust in yourself? Or are you comparing yourself from a point of self-doubt? If you were fully trusting in yourself during competition and trusting in your skills, there wouldn't be any need to compare. This shows an initial lack of trust in yourself and your skills. But it's really the effect comparing yourself to others has on your mind that truly limits your confidence as an athlete. To build confidence, you need a combination of the experience of success and then also reflection. It's difficult to build confidence without the experience of seeing yourself play well, but that experience isn't going to be of much use if you fail to reflect on the things you did well and your strengths as a player. And it's that last part, reflecting on your strengths, that truly captures the limit comparing yourself to others' places on your confidence. Because when you compare, this is usually done from a place of feeling less than other people. If you honestly knew you had high-level skills, what need would there be to compare yourself? The more you compare yourself to other players, the less attention you are giving to your strengths and the reasons that you have as an athlete to feel confident. Also, the more easily it will be for you to feel less than as a player. In addition to limiting your confidence, comparing yourself to others also distracts you during competition. And the more distracted you are, the less chance there is of building that memory of success. Think of your focus like a circle. When you play your best, is it a small circle or is it a big circle? It's going to be a small circle since playing your best requires you to be fully focused on yourself and what you're doing in the present moment. But as you compare yourself to others, your circle grows, expanding larger and larger until your focus is pulled in all different directions, taken away from the main place it needs to be on, which is yourself. Focus is a key factor to peak performance but focus can also be a major contributor to poor performance if improperly managed. I was talking to an athlete this past week on the difference between his performance in practice and games. He's doing great in training right now, but he's frustrated with the lack of translation come game time. As we talked, something became very clear. In training, he is fully focused on himself. In competition, his attention is controlled by his habit of comparing himself to other athletes. Do you see the difference? Is this something you've noticed in yourself? The reason this wide circle of attention lowers performance is because you are no longer focused on yourself and playing your game. For the athlete I mentioned, he began comparing himself to others based on his mechanics. So he was comparing his mechanics to that of his competitors. Now this took him out of his game. For yourself, whether it's your mechanics you're focused on, stats, or anything else, when you compare yourself to others you take your attention off of yourself and the things that are going to help you play your best. Knowing this, how can you narrow that circle, bringing your attention back onto yourself during competition? Well, to help, there's a simple strategy that you can use to let go of this need to compare and bring your attention back onto yourself. And the first part of the strategy is to remember to play your game. A big reason comparing yourself to others lowers your performance is because it's going to take you out of your game. When you compare, You aren't as focused on your strategy, game plan, and the strengths that will give you the best chance of succeeding. To counteract this, you wanna make sure that you focus on playing your game. But what exactly does that mean? To me, playing your game means you focus on your strengths and you play to them. You don't try to be someone you're not. For example, if you are a singles hitter in baseball, don't compare your swing to the power hitter on your team. He has his game and you have yours. Both are valuable to the team, if each focuses on your own strengths. Another example is a basketball player who likes to keep things simple. She doesn't have a lot of fancy ball handling moves, but she is effective at playing point guard. Now, she shouldn't compare herself to the flashy point guard on the other team. She needs to focus on playing her game. The goal is to be effective and get the job done. How you do so is honestly going to be up to you. And then the next part of the strategy is to identify an objective. During a game, when you notice yourself comparing your game to those around you, your job is to refocus your attention onto yourself. But what exactly should you think about and what should you focus on? Well, what you want to think about is a simple objective that will redirect your focus and attention and help you play your best. Objectives are targets or cues that are part of the process of your game. A key aspect of objectives is that they are 100% within your control. And that's another important part of not comparing yourself to other players. You wanna focus on what you can control. And when you compare yourself, you are thinking about something that's out of your control because you can't control the the other players. To help identify a good objective for yourself, begin with a good performance. This can be the outcome that you want by the end of the competition. Then what you want to do is you want to backtrack thinking about what needs to happen for you to get there and then backtrack once again and then once again until you've landed on the simplest objective that will put you on the right path towards the success that you want by the end of the game. Then your job is to focus on that objective and whenever you notice yourself comparing your game to others, return your attention onto the objective that you've set for yourself. And then the third part of the strategy is to evaluate your game and your game only. The last part of this strategy is going to take place following the competition. Now, earlier we talked about the impact comparing has on your confidence. I said that when you compare, you're going to lose sight of your strengths and what you did well during the game. This part helps keep that from happening. Because when the game is finished, what you want to do is evaluate your game with two goals in mind. Building your confidence and improving as a player. Neither of which require you to compare your game to other people. What you do first is examine the positives of your performance. This is going to be fuel for your confidence. Now, once you've identified the positives, then you can think about any mistakes or areas that need work. But don't think about them in a self-critical way. You want to simply look at them as a way to learn and improve. The main idea behind this evaluation process is to get yourself focused on yourself instead of comparing your game to others. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast Subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at SuccessStartswithin.com.